settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today is my 50th episode of For the Girls. I cannot believe it. I'm so excited. I feel like so weird. I feel first things first is that I feel like I've recorded hundreds of episodes of this podcast. And I feel like if you are a day one listener, then you probably will feel like you've been listening to hundreds of episodes. Probably because I don't shut the fuck up anywhere. So if you're not listening to For the Girls and you're listening to me on TikTok and if you're not listening to me on TikTok, then you're listening to me on Instagram. So basically I'm just talking everywhere and that's why I feel like I've done hundreds of episodes. But at the same time, I also can remember like brainstorming For the Girls and putting it all together. And it feels like it was literally yesterday. So I also like can't believe that I'm already in 50 episodes deep because it legit feels like I just started this podcast yesterday and it has been over a year now so that is crazy we are up to 50 episodes and I'm really just so proud of for the girls I'm so proud of this podcast some amazing things have come from it and especially this community like I'm obsessed with you guys the dms I get from you all the comments I get from you all just the support I get from you all is honestly very humbling and just feels amazing so I'm just very proud of the podcast, the community, and all of you. So I do have two announcements today because this is the 50th episode. Good things had to come along with that. So the first announcement, I know you're all going to love this, it's a giveaway. So I knew that I was doing a giveaway for 50 episodes. I wasn't sure what it was going to be. And then I was like, hello, coaching. So one lucky listener will receive a free 60-minute private confidence coaching session with me, which is valued at $500. So you're getting one free session instead of paying $500 for it. And I'm going to have a post go up today, like on Instagram. It'll be a shared post between my personal Instagram and my For the Girls Instagram. And all the rules to enter the contest will be there. But I'm just going to go through the rules for you now as well so that you can understand everything in full. So first, you'll have to make sure that you are following both Instagrams. So make sure you're following at forthegirls.podcast and at victoria.alario. Both of those Instagrams will be linked in the show notes here for easy access to find them. Next, you will have to like the post. Next, you will have to comment the post tagging two friends who would love for the girls podcast so any friends of yours who you think are not listening yet to the episode uh to the podcast rather comment that post and tag those two friends and fourth share the post to your story and then tag at for the girls or myself you know tag both either or whatever so I can see your story because if you just repost the post to your story like if you just share the post to your story I won't be able to personally see that you shared it so just make sure that on that reshare you tag me tag the podcast whatever so that I could see it so those are the four very easy steps but if you want a double entry if you are someone who really really truly wants to win a confidence coaching session with me you can get a second entry by leaving a review and five stars. So if you go to the Apple Podcast app, if you don't have Apple or even if you do, you could also leave your five stars on Spotify. That's also just as important. I do need five stars there. But to type out a review, which is what I really need, is on the Apple Podcast app. So I will also link it in the show notes for you to have like quick access to getting there. You're going to have to screenshot showing me that you left five stars and a review and send it to me through DM on Instagram or you could even email it to me to my new um, email that I just created for the podcast. So the email is victoria.forthegirls at gmail.com. Again, that'll be in the show notes. So all of this, I know you're not going to remember all this off the top of your head. Everything will be listed out on the post. All the necessary links will be in the show notes. So yeah, it's four steps Four simple, easy steps to get one entry. And then that fifth step, which is screenshotting, leaving five stars in a review and sending that to me will get you a second entry. 
And now my second announcement. Speaking of my new email, victoria.forthegirls at gmail.com, I am now offering a Dear Victoria segment at the end of every episode where listeners can send in questions or scenarios, something that they need advice on, something that they're currently going through, and I will be picking the best ones to answer. So I'm not committing to how many I will answer per episode, just because some might be like super lengthy, you know, I don't know, but I will always commit to at least one. So even if I get a really like, long 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 batch of questions or whatever then I'm just going to answer one in that episode but either way anyone that I don't get to like right now I already have a whole entire email of questions but depending on how long you know this episode goes I know for a fact that I'm answering at least one but I would like to answer you know up to three maybe if I get some like quick ones because I know some people are going to have short little questions as well and so in that case when I have shorter ones then I could answer you know a bunch so I'm hoping that that can happen but right now my emails are flooded with long scenarios almost everyone who is sending them is literally starting off their email being like dear Victoria I am so sorry that this is going to be so long they all are like apologizing for such a lengthy message but I do also love the details and I know a lot of you girls love the tea so I think that you will really enjoy the lengthy stories because it's just going to be really fun and personable so either way they I'm going to have at least one every single episode. Let's put it that way. I'm just not committing to how many that I'm doing at the end of every episode. So please be patient because I will get to them. At least not every single one because not every single one is going to be, you know, like a really good one to answer. But I will get to every single one that I think would be good for you all to hear. It just might take some time to hear yours come up because, yeah, if they're long, then then they're all going to be split up. But stay tuned at the end of every single episode moving forward so that you can listen to people's scenarios. So you will be sending your questions. You will be sending your situations that you need advice on to victoria.com for the girls podcast at gmail.com and again that email will be in the show notes now let's get into today's topic I this one came to me because there's been so many changes right now and I feel like a lot of people are going through these shifts right now like internally externally personally professionally mentally physically I just I can tell I could tell through people's content I can tell through people's lifestyles and their jobs and careers and relationships and friendships I can just tell that there have been major breakthroughs happening breakdowns happening shifts happening changes happening and so today's podcast came to me because I wanted to be the one to tell you all this it is okay to change your mind please know that in anything in life it is okay to change your mind but Here's the catch. Here's the thing about changing your mind. You have to own it. Be okay with the fact that you did change your mind. Don't worry if people are going to judge you for changing your mind. It is not their life to live. It is your life to live. And you have to put your well-being first, your happiness first, your growth first. You have to put yourself first, period. We have to be selfish in this life. We can't worry about being selfless 24-7. So don't worry about judgment. Don't worry about opinions. Just live for you and know that it is okay to change your mind. But again, you have to own that fact. Some people right now are questioning why they aren't seeing results in their business. Some people are questioning right now why their brand isn't resonating with people. Or on the personal side, some people are wondering why they don't have a solid friend group or why they're struggling with dating. But I could tell you the truth of why these things are happening. People are probably not seeing results in their business because they haven't committed to one thing and they keep switching it up on people. So you can't build trust in an audience when you haven't even committed to your business yet. Their brand is probably not resonating with anyone because they're trying to cater to everyone and they refuse to go all in on one niche. So no one is clicking with it. 
instead of niching down, they're, they're keeping their options way too open. So they're not having any one person or one group of people click and resonate. They probably haven't found a solid friend group yet because they are not living authentically as their whole self. So even when they do make friends, it's not organic. It's not genuine. There's no commitment to these people. Yeah, they might meet people out. Yeah, they might make some friends here and there. But it's not like a committed, loyal friendship because they are not being their most organic, genuine self. And don't even get me started with dating. They're most likely struggling with dating because they want one thing, but they accept another. They mentally have these certain standards, but they don't even implement these standards. They don't even stand firm in these standards. They accept what they can get. Remember that quote? I feel like it was like a Megan Fox tattoo or something like that. I just, I don't know why this just hit me right now as I was saying this. There was that quote that was like, we accept the love we think we deserve. Again, I do think it's a tattoo Megan Fox has. I don't know why I know that. I'm not even like a Megan Fox fan. I just remember it being a thing. Or maybe it's not a Megan Fox tattoo. But either way, it's a quote. We accept the love we think we deserve. And that literally is exactly it. You're struggling with dating because you're not like you're you're you are settling and you're not standing firm in your standards and you're just accepting whatever you can get but guys girls whatever (laughs) remember this the way you do anything is the way you do everything it has to be the way you do anything has to be the way you do everything and it most likely is So when you're uncomfortable in one area of life, it's likely that you're uncomfortable in all areas. If you're inconsistent in one area of life, it's very likely that you're inconsistent in everything. If you are lacking discipline in one area of your life, it is very likely that you are lacking discipline in all areas of your life. So if you feel like something isn't 100% right for you, it is okay to change your mind. It is okay to start a business and say, this doesn't feel like the right business for me. This doesn't really feel like the project I want to commit to. It's okay to start branding yourself one certain way and then after some time say, this doesn't really feel like the brand I want to commit to. I don't really feel like people are like clicking with this the way that I intended because I don't really think I am showing up committed to this brand. This brand isn't really feeling like 100% me and I am not feeling like 100% this brand. It is okay to make friends and then say, I don't really feel like these are my people. And it is okay to meet a guy and then say, yeah, I definitely don't think he's the one for me. Okay, but you need to own it. Be proud of it and stick to what does feel right. Like literally commit to what feels right for you and never apologize for it. Share it, post it, announce it, be proud of it. Even if it might look weird to someone else that you just started this business and now you're changing or you just started talking to this guy and now you're over him or you just started hanging out with this friend group and now you're switching it up. Like just own it and be proud of the fact that you are sticking to what feels right. I'm going to get into some detail with all of these things right now. Let's talk about business first. There are so many girls that I see start one project and then stop and then go on to the next. They begin one business, fail a little bit, it goes a different route than they intended on day one, and then they go on to the next, and then on to the next, and then on to the next. When they don't see the exact results that they anticipated, they go on to the next. And they almost act like nobody will notice, like they just try to move on to the next thing as if that switch never happened. It's like the most bizarre thing. I I see it all the time in all different industries. They'll go from selling beauty products that doesn't work out. So then they they go to fitness shakes. That doesn't work out. Now they're selling crypto or trading crypto, whatever it is. I'm not into crypto, so I don't know how it all works. Now they're doing crypto. And then they're shocked 
when no one is inquiring? No one is investing. Well, in a span of a year, you went from being a beauty guru and telling everyone to trust you, these are the best products in the world, to being a fitness freak, trust me, these are the best products in the world, to now being a crypto investor, trust me, this is the best investment you could ever make with your money. How do you think that anyone is going to take your business seriously when you're not taking it seriously? You have no credibility in your businesses. Remember this, especially, especially when you're a small business. Remember this right here. People don't buy a product. People buy a solution to their problems. Ooh, I'm going to say that again. People don't buy a product. People buy solutions to their problems. Okay? People don't like salespeople. Nuh-uh, nobody does. People do not like salespeople. But people love shopping with a trusted friend. Okay? I'm going to say that one again too. People don't like, sh- don't like salespeople, of course. As I try to say it again, I butcher it. People don't like salespeople. But people love shopping with a trusted friend. So if you're just selling a product rather than taking the time to come up with solutions to problems that can help people, then you have no business. Period. You have no business. If you are not taking the time to care about the results, to care about the transformation, to care about the solution, then you have no business because you are not helping anybody. If you are just a salesperson rather than a trusted, credible resource, a trusted, credible friend, then people are not going to shop with you. Your inconsistencies show that you don't actually believe in the things you sell. You are just trying to find what sticks. You're just trying to find when someone's going to take the bait. Your inconsistencies show that you are not the most committed and you are not the right person to invest into because someone else in your field is much more reliable and much more committed. We have to remember that our businesses are not unique. There are tons of people out there in the beauty industry. There are tons of people out there in the fitness industry. There are tons of people out there in crypto. There are tons of people out there in personal coaching and life coaching and dating coaching and manifesting and whatever. There's tons of people in every single area. There is not one person who is the one and only skilled expert in that area. Okay, There are plenty, hundreds, thousands of people all in the same area. So when you're inconsistent, you are clearly showing that you are not the most committed and you are not the the right person. The other person that someone sees who's been committed to this industry and knows what they're talking about, that is who they're going to put their money into. So if you genuinely do start a business and genuinely decide it is not for you, make sure it's after the fact that the first business you did has completely and utterly ran its course for you. Don't just start and stop. Let not like red light, green light, red light, green light. Oh my God, remember that game? Red light, green light, one, two, three. Not like stop, go, stop, go, stop, go. Make sure that it is after the fact that you have given it your all. Make sure that you have already committed 110% and now you see that even after giving it my all, I am still at a standstill. I see absolutely no way to move forward. Like you have completely come to the end of the tunnel and there was no light. You did everything you possibly could in this business and it just is not going to ever work out for you. That is when you know, okay, now it is time to make a change, right? So if that's the fact, then, and you know you're going to make a change, before you make the change to the new business, make sure that decision comes after the fact that you have completely immersed yourself into this new business. You've completely done your due diligence. You are totally sure this new business is the right fit for you and you will 110% commit to this business. So when you do decide that you are making a switch, don't take that lightly. Take that shit seriously. I've done all my research, all my due diligence, and I know this business is what's right for me all the way. And now I'm going to make waves, right? And when you do decide to make that switch, when you have done your due diligence, own it to your audience. Tell everybody. 
Shout it from the rooftops. Tell people, listen, I've been your go-to girl for XYZ for the past three years. You know, I've been your go-to guru or consultant or whatever for blah, blah, blah for the past seven years. And now my skills and experience from that world have evolved me into a new world. All the credibility that I have built up from building this business in that area have now allowed me to take on this new business and here's why. Okay, make it clear to people how much time, energy, effort, money that you have dedicated to X, Y, and Z, whatever brand it is, or business, whatever. And then tell people, make it clear to people the reasons why you're onto this new project and how this new project can better serve them. This new project will be, will be better for you because, again, X, Y, Z, whatever. This is going to be the game changer. This is going to better serve you. People need to see your credibility. People need to be able to trust you. Okay? Speaking for myself, to give you all like a tangible example so that I could paint the picture for you, confidence coaching, this new one-on-one coaching I'm taking on, this is obviously a newer project for me. I only just started doing coaching in August full-time. And guess what? Starting this business made complete sense to my audience. Okay, because for the past four years, I've been mentoring people. I've been mentoring people in business, you know, in different ways. I've been doing it through network marketing and social media and content creation. You know, it's not I wasn't doing confidence coaching, but I was still coaching and mentoring people for years now, over four years, just in different ways. And I was doing things different. And then the confidence section you know that comes into play because that's just been who I am and what I do I mean I have this entire podcast dedicated to helping people build confidence and raising the bar for themselves so every day every week I am showing people how I can help them build confidence even just through this podcast so transitioning into my coaching becoming a full-time business yeah people could easily see that from me and trust in it with me Because it's not like I just said, okay, I was in the beauty industry and now I'm a confidence coach. That's like, wait, whoa, how did one thing go to the next? Not to say that it's not possible. Of course, you can go from one to the next, but it wasn't that simple. It's not just like, okay, first I'm dedicated to beauty. Now I'm dedicated to confidence. No, I've been showcasing that I am a credible person for helping others build confidence all of these years. I've been coaching people. I've been helping people level up for all of these years. So now that I'm doing this full time, when I took this on and started announcing it, I'm able to explain that to people and people could easily see that from me because I got on my stories. I thoroughly explained what I was working on, even when it was too soon. If you've been listening to every single podcast episode of mine, then you would hear that like in my like older episodes, I started saying, okay, I'm going to do coaching now. Okay, I'm taking on coaching as like, part-time and I'm doing one-time clients and I'm doing this and that whatever and then I say okay guys now I switched it up and now I'm offering you know these committed programs and I'm offering eight week and 12 week packages so yeah maybe even sometimes I shared it a little too soon but the point is is that I was thoroughly keeping people involved and that's why every time that I've made changes I still had people trust in me along the way because I showed people what I'm working on. I showed people what wasn't working. I admitted what needed to change. I admitted what wasn't working. Okay, this is failing. This is unorganized. This is a mess. So here's what I'm doing. Here's what makes more sense. And here's why I'm excited to move forward. So because of my vulnerability, my honesty, and my commitment to perfecting what I'm working on, people were able to trust in me and see that this was worth the investment. So when it comes to businesses, yes, it is okay to change your mind and it is okay to change things up, but just make sure that you are really showcasing how passionate you are about this certain thing and how skilled you are and knowledgeable you are on this certain thing. Now let's talk about branding because when it comes to branding, this is huge. You have no business without a brand. It is absolutely fundamental that you know what your brand is, who your for sure audience is, 
and what your ideal demographic is. Who are you who are you trying to get paying attention here? Who are you trying to get investing into? I always say if you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. That might sound weird. I'm going to say it again. If you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. There's no way that you can attract everyone. You have to accept the fact that you're never going to attract everyone. So if you're trying to attract everyone, you are keeping it way too generic. Sorry, I stuttered there a little bit. You're keeping it way too generic, way too vague, and you're not attracting any specific person. Okay, you have to think long term, not short term. So many people want to make as much money as possible. So they try to cater to all different people. So they create generic content without specifying their main focus in hopes of attracting, well, anybody. They just want to make money. So they don't specify this is for women or this is for men or I'm looking for this type of women I'm looking for moms or I'm looking for students or I'm looking for you know people in their 20s like they're not specifying who they want to attract because they want to collect money ASAP and they think if I just open this to literally anyone who can get their hands on it then I'll make money faster but when you do that when you keep it that vague and that generic you make zero impact on people your goal has to be to make an impact on people No one can picture themselves being served by you because you aren't painting the picture for them, okay? So when you can paint the picture and make an impact on people, then when they see your content or when they hear what you're talking about or what you're offering, then they can see why this could work for them. This would work for me because blank, right? So let's go back to me again, for example, my brand. I mean, I literally titled my podcast for the girls, hello, I'm perfectly okay with men never listening to my podcast. I'm cutting out an entire body of people right there in my title for the girls. Next, my brand Vixen that's coming out soon. Again, read the bio. It literally says in every confident woman's closet. Not men's closet, women's closet. Again, coaching. My confidence coaching, my bio, the program, my, my sheet, like the form that you could fill out. It literally states, this is for women who want more. For women who want more, okay? I actually had a guy comment me on TikTok when I, I made a video and I was saying like, I'm a confidence coach, I work with women. Like I specifically talked about my demographic and I had a guy say like, would you take on men as a client? And I said, like, yeah, I would if a man inquired. I would never be like, no, you're a boy. These are for girls only. Like, I wouldn't say that, obviously. If a man really resonated with what I had to say, then, of course, he's more than welcome to inquire. But I'm also okay off the bat with identifying that all of my businesses are really targeted toward women. I've never had male clients. I've really never attracted male followers. And if I did open it up to them, if I did go ahead and like start showcasing content to guys, I'm sure I would make more short term money because I would be able to attract even just a couple of guys. But again, that's short term money. I I know that they wouldn't be my long term clients. So there would my, my goal in the long term is to help women. And I know that those will be my lifelong clients. My retention rate is going to come from Women, I am not going to have a high retention rate from men because that's just simply not who I cater to. So speaking of long term, to take it a step further, this is also why I cut out my shorter coaching packages that I was just talking about. I was offering one-time sessions, three-time sessions, six-time sessions. And at first, I wanted to attract everybody because I knew not everybody could afford two or three month long committed programs. You know, now I'm offering only eight and 12 week programs. So that's two months or three months. And at first it was like one, one session, three sessions, six sessions, because I wanted anyone to be able to, to pay for it. And now these committed programs are obviously much bigger investments of money, much bigger investments of time. So 
at that time, when I was offering the smaller investments, I was rapidly, quick, 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 enrolling tons of people who could afford just the one call or the three calls. So it was great, quick cash. But what do you think happened when those sessions were complete? They couldn't afford to renew. My retention rate was non-existent. But my brand is literally all about women who believe in investing in themselves. So how can I achieve my long-term results when I am catering to people who physically cannot invest in themselves or will not invest in themselves? I will not be able to do what I intend to do, which means that my work isn't fully reaching its potential. My work isn't properly executed. And people, the clients, aren't going to get the the desired result if I am not working to my fullest potential. If I am not properly executing what I think I'm capable of. So if I'm doing these quick sessions for low investments, then you're going to get small results. You know, small investment, small results. Small commitment, small results. You get what you put into it, right? So I know that the real results come from committed sessions and high investments. So that is why and how I dropped all of that and I completely branded my coaching now as these committed packages that require serious investments of time and money. And I knew that I had to sacrifice short-term income. That also was coming from like a scarcity mindset, even opening up all those small things. You know, I wholeheartedly believe in abundance. And for a minute, I like lost it there for a second. I had to make myself and allow myself to let that scarcity mindset go. I had to remove the scarcity mindset around investments because yes, I was saying, okay, well, if I can do this for like 300 bucks, then I'll get more people to do it rather than this, which is $3,500. Like that's a big difference, right? But because I personally believe in abundance, I had to remind myself, this is my goal. I am not in a pinch for quick cash. My brand and my purpose is to change people's lives and leave a lasting impact, period. That is it. So I completely owned the fact that I changed my mind on what I was originally offering and what I am passionate about. You know, I am passionate enough about this long lasting impact. So I had to focus on shifting my brand to this specific program. This also just reminds me, speaking of branding and all that, I was talking to someone recently, you know, not a client yet, so someone who might become a client. I was talking to her who she's completely branded herself as a coach in the health and wellness field. But over time, she's slowly fallen out of love with it. She's losing her passion for it. And now she's falling more in love with beauty and more passionate about beauty. So she, you know, she was basically just saying that she was transitioning out of this health and wellness and transitioning into the the beauty. And so I looked at her Instagram and I'm like, girl, no, you got to just own it. Like no one's feelings are going to be hurt by you switching from health to beauty. So you got to commit to the brand. Not, you can't confuse people and show them, show them two different things at once. Okay, I can take on coach clients, you know, I'm a coach in, um, whatever, health and and wellness and fitness in in that area, sure. If you're into that, come this way. But if you're into beauty, come this way. Like, I'll take you on here in the beauty world over over this way. And, you know, I, I was just telling her, like, you have to just commit to one brand. When you're showing people two different things at once, that's why you have people not knowing which direction to go in with you. They don't know what what exactly they're gonna get from you. I make it clear what exactly you are going to get from me. It's also kind of like what I did with my fashion content that I used to post. If you've been following me for years, then you would know my brand was on Instagram was always like outfit content and reels and pictures. Like, I mean, I dedicated every single week to shooting content like that. And I very clearly now stopped shooting my outfit photos every week. And I started focusing only on reels. And giving advice and, you know, dating and confidence and all that stuff because that's what I am more passionate about now. That's what I have fallen in love with now. I was once passionate and in love with styling outfits and shooting pictures every week and curating a perfect feed full of photos. But, and I still love an aesthetic, obviously. If you look at my Instagram, you'll see I'm, I have the, the, you know, filler photos for the real covers and I have all these pictures of myself, but those are all 
old photos. Like I, I'm just simply reusing old photos because I, I already have them. So I've, I've barely taken new photos. And now I'm at the point where if I do take outfit photos, if you do see me doing that, then you'll know it's so genuine. It's something I clearly love and enjoy because I'm not telling myself I have to do fashion content anymore. I'm only doing that if, if and when, you know, I want to. I am not fashion focused. I've made that very clear to my followers and I'm not going to fake the funk for something I just simply don't love anymore when I clearly love doing my like videos now, my TikToks and my advice and all that kind of stuff. So when you do see me take a picture, it's either that it's like in real time, like maybe I'm out to dinner or something, or, you know, maybe it's a brand deal with an outfit that I, you know, a brand I believe in, an outfit I believe in, because of course I still love clothes. I love fashion. I always have, I always will, but it's more about like the content creation side of it. I'm just not stressing the content side anymore because now my content passion is like I said, the advice and things like that. And again, something I just had to make super clear to my audience because I'm not going to be like some days sharing, here's my, you know, my top fashion finds and this and that. And then the next day be like, so girls, let's talk about dating. It's just like all over the place. Again, I think I said this before, not saying that you can't do both. Of course you can. Anyone could do whatever they want. But I believe that having a specific brand in really having that niche is like the most important way to be successful in really anything in building an audience in having a successful brand and so on and so forth. Now let's get out of the professional side and let's get into the personal side, okay? When it comes to relationships like friendships and dating, there are so many people right now who don't get the fulfillment that they should be getting out of these relationships there are just so many people allowing anyone to be in and out of their lives inconsistently sometimes they they come sometimes they go and their personal needs like these people that I'm referring to like your personal needs are never being met because you're not prioritizing your needs you're not prioritizing your love language you're not prioritizing the love that you deserve you are just like letting your needs go out the window because sometimes these people come into your life and sometimes they don't. Like, for example, there's just so many girls who listen to my advice, whether it's here on For the Girls or they listen to my TikTok videos and they tell me that they love my advice. Oh my God, you're the best. I love this. I love that. And then these same girls are DMing me being like, what should I say to this guy I've been seeing? He asked me out. He asked me to dinner. And then that night he ghosted me and then I never heard from him for three weeks. And then he came back and then he asked me again, asked me out again yesterday. Firstly, in my head, I'm like, girl, hello, are you paying attention here? Like, have I taught you nothing? How are you even going to ask me that question? I feel like you should know the answer. I feel like my answer would be very obvious. But aside from that part, secondly... I just do tell them like you need to implement the boundaries and standards that you mentally tell yourself you have. You can't just think these are my standards, these are my boundaries, but then not actually execute them. You can't just talk the talk. You have to walk the walk. If someone is treating you a way that you don't deserve to be treated or makes you feel anything less than great, remove them. Period. Stop accepting the bare minimum. Stop making excuses for people. And most importantly, stop repainting people when they show you their true colors. If someone shows you that they are red, they are red. You cannot make them green. If someone shows you that they are green, they are green. You cannot make them, I don't know, yellow. And don't get smart with me and say, actually, you can. If you blend this color and that color, you will get yellow. No, 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 no. No, that is not what we are doing here. We are not talking literally, okay? We are just talking about the imagine someone is showing you that they are truly inconsistent, disrespectful, uninterested. You cannot make them consistent. You cannot make them respectful and you cannot make them interested. You know where I'm going with this. You know what I'm talking about. So you will forever be treated the way you allow you will forever receive what you settle for. And you will forever be justifying certain behaviors because you convince yourself 
It's okay. Yeah, it's not a big deal. You tell yourself it's not a big deal because they come back into your life. Like that that situation, for example. Oh, what do I do about this guy? He, like I said, he, he asked me out, ghosted me that night, never heard from him the day that we were supposed to have plans, went missing and then came back weeks later. I was like, oh my God, sorry. I've been so busy. I got caught up. Like you tell yourself it's okay because you're valuing attention. Stop valuing attention. Start putting the value, start putting the stock into your standards, your morals, your values. When you value attention, yes, you let shit slide because they came back and gave you attention. Oh, but you know, he's so nice. And, and what is your point? But when you value your standards, if someone like that comes back, someone who's inconsistent comes back, then you will literally feel insulted that they would even think they're welcomed back after they disrespected you. If a guy texted me after the fact that he bailed on a night we had plans, ghosted me for three weeks, and then messaged me again with some bullshit apology and excuse, I would actually laugh and not respond. Like, there's no way that you would insult me like that and think that I am going to give you another chance. What? No. I don't need friends who only want to be my friend when it's convenient for them. Sometimes they invite me. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're nice to me. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes, you know, they're, they're nice to my face. And then behind my back, I hear otherwise. Okay? I don't need friends like that in my life. Don't come to me when you need someone to go out with because your other friends aren't around. That, that's not going to happen. If you're my friend, then you're my friend full time. I don't need guys who treat me like a second choice or like an option at all. If you're someone I'm dating, then respect me and appreciate me, period. Okay? So if you're my friend, if you're my friend part-time or someone who doesn't see my worth, then you are not welcome in my life at all. No part-time friends, no half-ass dating. No, you're not welcome in my life at all. Full-time friends... And guys who respect me. That's it. So you might know in your head what you deserve. And you might know what you really want out of your relationships. But because you don't act like it, that's why you have so many inconsistent relationships. So many inconsistent friends. So many inconsistent guys. So stand firm in your values. Stand firm in your standards. And stop bending the rules for people. If they break the rules, that's it. They're broken. There's no bending rules. There's no sometimes it's okay, sometimes it's not. That's it. They break the rules. They're out. They're done. Okay, girls, let's talk. Did you know I take on -on one-on-one coaching clients? I'm a confidence and business coach for women who want to raise the bar and embrace their highest self. I help women go from settling to believing they can have it all. My mission is to show you how to trust in yourself, embody confidence through every challenge, and genuinely believe it. No fake it till you make it included. My goal is to give you the tools to strengthen your mindset, improve your self-awareness and self-esteem, and live consciously. If you are ready to commit to life-changing growth, then my program is for you. Now, this program is not meant to be an overnight fix, so please give yourself grace and patience. Your goal is by the end of the program to become one of those girls who just get it. I offer eight and 12 week coaching programs and you have the option to choose either confidence coaching or business coaching for your program. Now what's in it for you? Private mentorship with a unique program designed with only you in mind, 60 minute weekly Zoom calls, affirmations and homework created for your specific needs and goals, bi-weekly or weekly accountability check-ins and unlimited messenger support during office hours. My clients' testimonials share that they have seen results as early as their first session. All you need is to be willing and able to invest in yourself spiritually, financially, and mentally to become the best version of you. If that sounds like you, then the link is in the show notes and my social media bios to inquire.
Now, if you're not ready to commit to that investment, but you still want in on some of the fun, then join me in the Confidence Club, a members-only platform that sends daily content from me to your phone as a text message, including exclusive episodes of For The Girls. I created a monthly subscription platform to build a community of people seeking personal development resources and training at a very affordable price. You can expect daily texts from me that will include exclusive mini podcast episodes, journal prompts and worksheets, words to live by, confidence and mindset advice, branding and audience building tips, Q&A days, video messages, voice messages, and value-packed posts full of tips and guidance. Subscribers will also have access to the Confidence Club exclusive Facebook group to connect and interact daily. This membership is typically $49.99 a month, but you could use code for the girls to get it for only $19.99 a month. You will head to hdly.me forward slash Victoria, or just find the link in the show notes. And at checkout, make sure not to miss the tiny, tiny option above that says add code. It's all the way at the top right corner. Up there, you will insert the code for the girls to get $30 off every single month. Subscribers can cancel at any time and are not locked into a commitment. So again, check out the show notes or even the link in my social media bios to inquire about one-on-one coaching and join the confidence club. And now it is time for our first ever Dear Victoria segment. And funny enough, this was the very first question that I got. Like as soon as I announced that I was doing this, this one came through real quick and it's pretty much right on topic with what I was kind of just talking about with like the friendships. So that was really not intentional at all, but worked out perfectly. So here we have it. Dear Victoria, thank you for taking your time to read this and giving advice. You're welcome. (laughs) Lately, I've felt very out of touch from every single one of my friends. I've asked most, if not all of them, to hang out throughout the summer and they agreed to making plans but never followed through with it. I feel like I'm always the second or last option to most of my friends. I can't tell if I am overthinking or not. Recently, I asked a friend of mine to go to the state fair that's being held here in my state and she said we definitely should. She proceeds to go with her one friend, did not attempt to invite me, Parentheses. I know her friend and I get along with her well, but we aren't super close, so I don't know if I'm overthinking about this. Close parentheses. I then asked again today to figure out a day to make plans, and she claims she will be busy all week. A few hours later, I find out she's at the state fair once again. I feel like most of my friends have made such minimal effort to hang out with me, or whenever I am unable to hang out with them, I try to follow up with another date, and they just say, I don't know, or maybe I'll let you know. Sorry for this being super long. I've just been overthinking about this a lot, and I can't tell if I'm being sensitive or not. Okay. First things first, you need to trust your intuition. You need to trust your gut feelings. If something doesn't feel right, it isn't right. You are not overthinking. That feeling that you're describing, how you keep saying, am I overthinking? Am I overthinking? It's not overthinking. It's not coming from your head. It's coming from your gut. There is that intuition feeling that is going off and like sending out like a an alert being like, this doesn't feel right. Something is wrong here. And then that is signaling to your brain, which is why you're now saying, I'm overthinking, I'm overthinking. But it's not just your thoughts. It's not just these like measly little thoughts like, oh, I I think that they're ignoring me. No, it's that gut feeling that's like, this is sketchy. She's lying to me. She's going the place that she said that we would go. They're clearly, you know, ignoring any chance that they can to hang out with me. So all of these things are building up. You're feeling it in your gut. And now it's sending that signal to your brain like, yeah, let's think about this. This this doesn't feel right. So it's not that you're overthinking. You're thinking exactly correctly. Like this is what's going on. This does not feel good. Now, friends like this, oh my God, do we, don't we all have experience with friends like this? I, when I went through something like this in the past, I did confront and I questioned like, what is the deal? Like, You act like we're friends, you know, one half of the time. 
And then the other half of the time, I feel left out by you. Like, I don't really feel like I'm actually part of the group, even though I'm like supposed to be part of the group, you know? Like, I just feel like there's clearly something I don't know. There's clearly plans that get made that I find out last about. Like, there will be certain places that, that, that they'll all go and they will all have like their ride situated. And then when I ask, it's like, oh, well, like, there's not any more room in the car you know what I mean and then I'm just like oh so everyone knew about the car situation except for me like it's not just like oh there's no room in the car and we all discuss this up front you all discuss this and then when I inquire now there's no room in the car so you know like there were just so many moments where uh, I knew and so there were times where I did confront them and they kind of like gaslit me and and they were like oh my god like it make this is just like childish that's what they would say this is childish like this is not about like inviting and being left out like I feel like we're in kindergarten and I'm like well I feel like we're in kindergarten because you are leaving out your friend and making your friend feel bad and if the shoe was on the other foot you wouldn't like it either so don't tell me like I'm acting like a child because I am confronting you for leaving me out like if you think that this is childish then stop leaving me out and so that after that it doesn't, it didn't make the change. It didn't turn around and say, okay, now these people are my good friends. Now they're including me. It just, it, it like only voiced my concerns and there was no solution that came of it because they obviously just didn't care anyway. And it's not to say that I don't think that you should confront them, but it is to say that like, you can't convince people to treat you right. You can't convince people to be your friend. So That's why, like I said in this episode, you have to know someone is your full-time friend. They're either your friend or you're not, and that's it. So maybe, yes, you can confront them one time and just go ahead and say, like, did I do something? Like, did I do something to upset you? Because you are clearly not including me in what is going on. So now I'm concerned that I might have done something to upset you and make you not want to be around me. If I did, please tell me something that I would need to work on so that I can be aware of what I did wrong and, you know, implement these changes and make the changes. Nine out of 10 times, you did nothing wrong. Nine out of 10 times, it's a them problem, not a you problem. So it's almost like giving them the opportunity to to tell you what is going on and why they're not you know inviting you and let's see if there is something that you might have done because you never know sometimes we lack awareness on if we offended somebody or hurt someone's feelings or did someone that rubbed someone the wrong way you never know so you know go ahead put the ball in their court to tell you well here's what happened but chances are they're not going to tell you that. They might try to gaslight you. They might try to make you feel like you're overthinking. Don't don't at all tell them that you're overthinking. I know you're saying it to me, but when you confront them, don't go ahead and say, am I overthinking this? Because then they're going to say yes. They're going to say, yeah, girl, this was these plans were last minute. That was another thing that they always love to say. Oh, it was just last minute. I'm like, okay, maybe it was just last minute, but at the last minute, you made the conscious choice and the effort to contact this person and that person just not me you know like I would see people out and then when I would say what the fuck (laughs) I didn't know about these plans they'd be like oh my god it was so last minute okay but all five of you figured this out at the last minute (laughs) except for me (laughs) so even if you made these plans one hour ago in that hour you managed to round up all the troops and connect everybody just not me you know, so that's what they might say. Oh, it was last minute. Uh, it, it wasn't a plan. You're overthinking, blah, blah, blah. But you know that you're not. So I would be very firm in your confrontation if you're going to confront them and just say like straight up, did I do something? Because I know for a fact that you're ignoring me or you're leaving me out. There's no question. I am 100% certain that I am being disregarded. I am 100% certain that you are trying to get away from like this friendship or whatever the case is so what why is it you know not opening any room for interpretation of them to tell you nope that's not true not opening up any room for them to turn around and say no don't think too much into it this is exactly what I know is going on why what did I do and the chances are that you did nothing so whatever reasoning that they give you don't expect a huge change to come out of it you know like it's 
if they wanted to be your friend, then they would be your friend prior to you having to confront them. This wouldn't be happening. They wouldn't be leaving you out. And I know that might be harsh, but I'm only speaking from experience because me confronting those people literally did not make them want to be my friend anymore. And anyone who is meant to be your friend, you will probably never have to have this kind of conversation with them. It's so uncomfortable for no fucking reason. Like there's no need to have that conversation. So one confrontation and that's it. And then if you don't even want to confront them, then you're going to have to just drop the friendship. You're going to have to make some new friends, get into some like social groups in your community, whatever's going on. I know like, for example, I've seen that there's this like, well, actually there's one in Hoboken too, but I've seen that there's this like hawker walks in um, New York City. I don't know where exactly they meet, but I saw that this one girl like on TikTok started it during COVID two years ago. And now it's like once a week or maybe it's once a month. I don't know. I forget exactly how often it is. These girls go on these walks and there's like so many girls doing it. But I do know that there's actually one in Hoboken as well where I live. I haven't gone to it, but I think they do it every Sunday morning. And so, you know, girls go alone and they just like make these new friends. So look in your like Facebook groups or whatever community you're in and see what things are going on around there. Make some new friends. Get on Bumble BFF. Get comfortable going to bars alone or go to dinner alone. Sit at the bar. Make some new friends. You're never going to be the only person there alone. Somebody else will be there alone. And just get comfortable, you know, like talking to new people. You could connect to people on social media. Guys, another pro tip. If you, if there are some like cute cafes around by you or like cute bars or restaurants, like a place that you think is like cute where girls would take photos and like little content pictures, go to their like location on Instagram. So if, an, if anyone is super confused on what I mean, if you go to Instagram, so open Instagram right now, click on the magnifying glass where you see your explore page. And then at the top, you see search. Now you can search exactly a specific location. So I'm going to put Anthony David's. That's like a place near my house. It's like a restaurant near me. So when I'm typing Anthony David's, I search that. Now you press, you type in Anthony David's or wherever and you press search and then you'll see that there's like a like option. So it'll say top accounts, audio tags and places. Okay. So you click where it says places and then all of the like locations come up that have Anthony David in the title. So I'm seeing a whole list of things named Anthony David and David Anthony blah, blah, blah. But the very first one is the one I'm looking for, Anthony David's in Hoboken, New Jersey. So when I click on that, now I see the Anthony David's location and now I see two more options and it says top or recent. And so you could go through both. You could go through top or you could go through recent. And I'm already looking through them and I see cute girls that are taking cute photos there. And you will find so many girls that might be just like you, maybe your age or whatever, that took a cute photo there, went there, hung out there. Follow them. Make friends with them. Like this, I've done so much networking through things like this. This is how I made friends in Ireland. This is how I made friends in Australia. Like I connect to people through locations all the time. So look up a really cute little like bakery or whatever near you that you feel like girls would go to and maybe take pictures at. Like don't type in just like your typical like grandma restaurant. Literally look up a place that girls like you would go to. And then... It's very simple. You could see all the photos there. You could follow the people who have used it as their location and you could make some new friends. So there's tons of ways. If you're not on Bumble BFF, you know, download the Bumble app. Yes, the dating app and switch it over to the BFF side. Make sure you have on like, you know, a profile. Use it like a dating profile, something that shows who you really are and what you like. And I've made friends on there. So actually, who have I made? One of, one of my friends that I made on there, I can't think of everyone that I made friends with on there. There's a couple. But one of my friends that I made through Bumble BFF was actually a guest on this podcast. Her name is Aisha Mohammed, And we have an episode from a couple months ago, if you see that. It's called like Rebuilding Your Business. 
and she's a badass. And people are like, oh, the girls on Bumble BFF are just looking to like smoke pot and they're, and they're not looking for like real friends and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know. I made like a badass business friend who's now she's a great friend. We talk all the time, not business wise. We talk about boys and things like, you know, she posts videos on TikTok, whatever. We just like, we talk about all different things. And so, yeah, now like we're great friends. And she's actually moving and I'm planning on going to visit her where she's living, which is like in a whole different country. So, you know, I met her through Bumble BFF. And the moral of the story is like, if you just put out there exactly what you're looking for, which is what I was just talking about in this episode, make your standards clear, make yourself known, then you might just find some amazing friends. So that is that. I'm going to limit today's Dear Victoria segment to only one question because I know I just went on a whole entire tangent. But I could just totally relate and I hope that this answer helped you or anyone who is listening. So thank you all for listening to this week's episode of For the Girls. And that is all we have for today. Until next time, girls. <laughs>